Welcome to the Human Design and Beyond podcast with your hosts, Leslie Wegleitner and Lori Wakefield. In these podcasts, we discuss all things related to human design. It's here where we share our knowledge, insights, and experiences. Join us as we dive into authentic conversations about letting go of resistance, identifying conditioning, and so much more. Our goal for you is to live in alignment with your unique human design. These quick bouts of inspiration will bring forward things to contemplate about your individual charts and inspire experiences in your everyday life to support your journey. Welcome. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Lori. Hi, everyone. I'm Leslie. So this is our very first podcast. It is. It's really exciting. Yeah, we've been planning it for a while, haven't we? We have been creating this content for a little bit, and I just hope everyone finds this information beneficial and enjoys it. Yeah, I hope so, too. So we're going to begin our journey going through some of the places where fear can be found in the human design chart, specifically the gates. We'll cover this theme over the next several episodes. For this episode, we're going to introduce the three centers that we'll be focusing on for the series. You ready to begin, Leslie? I am. So there are three centers in the chart associated with fear, and they are all known as awareness centers. The three centers are the splenic, the ajna, and the solar plexus. So we all have fears, and no one can be free of fear. It is just a natural part of being human. In this series of podcasts, we are going to share with you, through human design, how the gates of fear in your chart will give you incredible insights into your life. When we understand this core of why the fears are showing up in your life, it gives us a deeper um, sigh of relief that there's nothing really wrong with us, and it's just part of who we are. Fear is a part of us that is recognized and understood. When it is recognized and understood, can really bring a richer life. So, Lori, um, do you want to share how you've observed, you know, people working through their fears? Sure. Um, when you follow the strategy for your human design type, it can help you to recognize your fears as signposts, so, like something to observe, uh, to learn learn to understand and begin to develop a deeper meaning for what's going on in your life. So the fears can be identified and viewed as part of just being human. It really depends on which center the fear stems from in the human design chart. Fears that originate in the spleen can be the most intense, especially when you're unwilling to push through the fear and the same fear or fears continue to surface. It's a fear that you'll feel in the body, like the fear of speaking on stage. If you're willing to walk through the fear you'll feel a sense of release or a sense of relief and an increased uh, confidence. The next time you might still feel the fear, but it's easier to push through it again because you've already done it. Fears that originate in the solar plexus are related to your emotions. Working through these fears also requires self-awareness, but also patience. If you're emotionally defined, you'll experience emotional waves. Being aware of that and accepting it as part of who you are will help you allow yourself the time you need, especially when we're making decisions as concerned. Fears that originate in the Ajna are related to mental awareness. They begin in your mind, which is what can cause anxiety. They're beliefs you have. So working through these types of fears requires self-awareness and the understanding that just because you believe something, it doesn't mean it's true. 
Also, it's important to be okay with not knowing what you think in the moment. It's okay to be uncertain. It's okay to wait to share what you know when you're more prepared. So in this case, fear is really a byproduct of mental awareness. Leslie, what are some of the aspects of an undefined spleen center that you think are most important to point out? So the basic overall um, theme of the splenic center is a primal basic survival fear. It is a lot about body awareness. This center being open creates ways to hold on to things so it can remain feeling safe. This can be people, places, or even behaviors. If someone or something makes you feel comfortable and you know it is not in your best interest, you will still choose to be safe and continue with it. Another possibility is if your spleen is completely open and not a single gate activated, you may not be aware of what to be afraid of. These people seem to be fearless. This open spleen can also amplify the fears of others, and this can condition a response in you to become more fearful. This is a big one, and especially with the times we are in, something to be aware of. So, Lori, what are some thoughts around um, having a defined splenic center? Um, A defined spleen uh, gives you a specific way to respond to fears when they present themselves. Responses from the spleen are based on instinct and intuition. They're based on an immediate awareness and an awareness in the now. So if you have a specific gate in the spleen to find, you can react in the moment and move through the fear, or you can choose to not move forward and allow the fear to continue and to continue to grow. For example, if you have the gate 32 to find, which is the fear of failure, you can choose to not move forward with something because you're afraid you'll fail, or you can choose to, excuse me, to push through it and lessen, and you'll lessen the strength of that fear in the future. Leslie, you want to talk about the Ajna? Sure. So we can say that fears of the Ajna are fears based in our minds. So these fears of the mind are where anxiety plays out, anxiety over things. These fears have nothing to do with survival like the spleen. It is more related to fears in the mind and illusional fears that we create. These fears become a part of someone's reality, even if fear is necessary. The mind is a powerful force in that way. Fears can be created from seeing things happen and then turn them into what could happen in one's own life. The anxiety that is created in the mind can take us down many rabbit holes. The key is to always check into the reaction of the body. Is this truth or is our mind taking over? The truth is in our bodies and the more we feel into that information our body is giving us, um, then we will can quiet our mind and step into the truth of the situation. The mind has its purpose of analyzing, but it does not have the capability of recognizing our truth and decisions that we should make. It will keep us in a state of confusion without clarity of what to do. Always follow the body and its signals it's giving. So Lori, what would you want to share some difference between the Ajna being defined and undefined? Um, Well, when you have a defined Ajna, your fears have a more consistent way of showing up. If you have an open Ajna, the fear or anxiety can be magnified and it's inconsistent in the way it shows up. An example of the type of fear you might experience can be seen in the gate 17, which is the gate of opinions. If you have a defined Ajna, your opinions will be more fixed. And if you have an open Ajna, your opinions will be more fluid, but you'll also experience more uncertainty about what you think. Whether the Ajna is defined or open in your chart, your opinions may be challenged by other people. 
This is especially true if you share your opinions without being asked first. If you've been challenged in the past to prove your opinion was right, it could have made you fearful about sharing your opinions if you weren't prepared to defend them and didn't have the details to back them up. With a defined action, this will be more of a theme in your life. Should we move on to the to the solar plexus, Leslie? Yeah, that sounds good. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, the fears from the solar plexus are based on emotional awareness. They can manifest as nervousness, emotional uncertainty, and even a fear of intimacy. The periods of uncertainty are based on your emotional waves if you're emotionally defined. If you're not emotionally defined, these things will be experienced inconsistently based on planetary transits and the people you're surrounded by. In other words, if you don't have this definition in your chart, you won't experience emotional waves consistently. The fears associated with the solar plexus are more of an awareness over time, especially for people who are emotionally defined. The fears or nervousness you feel will be experienced as waves of emotional energy that are cyclical. If you have an open solar plexus, you'll amplify the energy from other people who have a defined solar plexus. You'll experience it in an inconsistent and variable way. Emotional uncertainty from the solar plexus can distort the way you view things. One day you might feel a certain way about something and the next day you feel different about it, differently about it. If nothing has changed about the person, place, or situation, then it's your perception that's changed. The emotional ways are cyclical for people who are emotionally defined. This is what causes the uncertainty and nervousness because your perception or your decision about something can fluctuate over time. These fears can't really be trusted in the moment. The nervousness that causes the uncertainty needs to be confronted and to be able to move beyond it, to be confronted, to be able to move beyond it. For uh, someone who's emotionally defined, it helps when you can understand that it's part of, of a cycle you experience and things will become clear for you over time. You'll know what's right for you and what's not right for you by allowing your emotional waves to run their natural course. Is there anything you'd like to add, Leslie? Well, I guess I would just say that if we can allow ourselves to take time to gain clarity around the fears we are experiencing with the solar plexus, this clarity allows us to confirm or dispel the uncertainties and suspicions that is underlying the nervousness. And when we open to gaining clarity over time, we allow identifying and confronting our uncertainty, which allows us to move beyond the emotional fear and transcend them into actual emotional intelligence. Also, as, a, as we go deeper into each of these solar plexus um, gates, we will share how fears as nervous uncertainty is experienced. This will be a fun series around all of that. And like always, which you will hear us say quite often, follow your strategy and authority. Learning how your changing chemistry works within your emotions will give you a invaluable understanding, which allows acceptance of feelings, needs, and desires of both self and others with compassion. So did you want to add anything else, Leslie? That was quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, no, I think um, I think it feels complete. Okay. All right. So that's going to wrap things up for this episode. Thanks so much for joining us today. In our next episode, we'll begin with the fear that can be found in gate 18. If you'd like to see the show notes for today's podcast, you can find it on our website at www.alignandachievebydesign.com. The show notes will be listed under podcast episode one. If you'd like to join us as we continue to explore the human design fear gates, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Thanks again and have a great day. Thanks everyone.